0: my name is scott challoner and you are listening to the leaders council podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running as regular listeners of this program will know part of our mission here at the leaders council is to bring you a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership and to that end today we're joined on the program by elliot valentine a residential and commercial mortgage and protection broker and founder of mortgage advisory company perkham financial services um elliot very warm welcome to yourself today and by all means thank you for joining us on the show it's a pleasure having you
1: thank you for having me scott i'm delighted to be here today
0: yeah it is it's an immense pleasure having you join us on the uh, the program um, now, of course, your business is sort of two years old almost now, starting in uh, the October of uh, 2020, Percom Financial Services, but you did have quite an extensive background in sort of the industry that you're working in before that. So I'm interested to understand what the motivation was behind sort of going into business yourself, and did you sort of have an idea that that would always be the way for you? Yeah, um, I first doubled
1: with being self-employed in the business back in 2015, um, but I was working underneath somebody else's business. I was effectively subcontracting and trading under their name. Um, And then I went back into being employed as a mortgage advisor uh, back in 2017 um, and um, worked um, for a couple of different estate agencies during that time um, up until around about September 2020 when I lost my job just after the coming out of the pandemic. or I uh, had the lockdown, should I say, because the pandemic continued, but we just coming out of the lockdown because I got my job at that point. And that was my main motivation for, you know, starting my own, my own company at that point.
0: Yeah, I can certainly see how sort of you kind of had that motivation to kind of get, um, go into the self-employed uh, side of things, and I suppose it shows, doesn't it, that it's kind of the uh, the negative experiences that we have, as well as the positive ones, that can really sort of teach us an awful lot and kind of propel us on that sort of business journey, doesn't it?
1: Most definitely. I mean, at the time, I was heartbroken, um, lost my job, go through a rough, difficult time. Um, you know, a lot of people go through a difficult time during that year as well. Um, so, at the time yeah. when I, I got the news of losing my job after working so hard. Adapting during the pandemic um, is like, well, what am I going to do next? And then it just hit me: it's like, you know what? Now is now is the time. There's no other better time just to go and set up your own thing um, and and go from there. Really, and that's basically what I, what I did.
0: Yeah and I suppose you're kind of no stranger to sort of setbacks in that respect are you because even going sort of back to your kind of education you've kind of had to sort of do it the hard way so I suppose you're kind of sort of used to sort of taking on those negative experiences, those setbacks as we say and then not necessarily shying away from that but sort of using that to kind of build your resilience and as motivation to kind of carry on as it were. Yeah,
1: you're absolutely right. I mean on my educational experience I, you know unfortunately I got kicked out of school in year 11, just before my GCSEs. Um, so um, I went to a critical cool referral unit. Um, fortunately, I got let back into another mainstream school, but it was a different examining board. So I had to do all my coursework and everything within a very short space of time um, and redo my GCSEs um, and take my GCSE examinations, which, in um, the end of it, I still got my five A to Cs. So I was quite fortunate at the end to still um, get five A to Cs in being in that situation where I'd two to three months to do all my coursework again and and actually take the exams um so like you said whenever there's a challenge in life for me from a young age I always try to find a way to (laughs) get myself out of it and make a positive out of it yeah
0: and that came as well with sort of starting your own business of course you say you kind of became redundant during the uh, the lockdown you started your own business in sort of October 2020 got straight into that uh, but you didn't actually able to sort of incorporate and then get operating until sort of uh, the April of uh, last year. So how was it kind of handling the sort of the lag between the uh, the two, certainly from kind of that operational point of view?
1: It was quite challenging and difficult because we went back into another lockdown again. Mm. Um, so we're dealing with that and then thinking what am I going to do in terms of earning money um, and making sure I've got enough money to set up a business and make sure I've got enough money to cover myself when the business starts as well. So I had all those kind of challenges in my mind thinking, how am I going to cope with this? Um, So what I did do is I I found a temporary role um, as a postman um, because Royal Mail had a a shortage of um, postal workers during that period of time and a backlog of posts. So there was jobs going. um, And that got me out of the house, kept me fit. um, And that kind of helped me to keep sane and and, um, do something in my time while I was waiting for the FCA to... Come up with the approval so I could continue trading in the business basically.
0: Yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? That if you want it enough and you have that vision to kind of start your own business, I mean, you'll do anything really to kind of make it happen. And I suppose that is the perfect example of that, you know, putting those hours in, even doing something temporary whilst things sort of get off the ground. And I suppose we have a lot of people um, like that uh, that do tune into the podcast, a lot of young sort of people of the entrepreneurial mindset who may have their own kind of big idea. So from your experience, Elliot, having kind of, you know, done it the hard way and sort of got your business rolling now, what kind of advice would you give to somebody who is maybe looking to start an organisation of their own to really sort of get started on that road to success? What are the key ingredients that you'd say that they need? The key
1: ingredients is, first of all, to have a vision and a plan. Um, because without a plan um, you're not going to get anywhere because there's nothing to focus on um, once you've got that vision and the plan you need to have um, a parallel, um self-belief and um, you know that, that that the kind of belief that nobody can tell you that it's not going to happen you know you have to believe in yourself um, even when other people don't believe in you even your closest friends and family that don't believe in you or might say to you maybe you might want to take an easy route and Stick to being employed, or stick to doing that. Um, if you believe that you can achieve it, then you can make it happen. Um, because once you have that focus, um, the law of attraction and the energy that you put out into the universe will find a way, and things will start working out for you. And that, that's exactly what happened for me. Um, my, my my business plan was to actually work from home initially, because I didn't know because I had enough cash flow in order to have a premises to trade out of, um, and because of the law of attraction, I, I managed to bump into one of my old friends who was setting up a, a business himself doing within the same kind of line of work to do with property. Mm. Um, and he invited me to kind of share the, share the same office space as him. So, again, if I wasn't putting out, if I didn't have that kind of ambition and enthusiasm and it wasn't there and I did bump into my friend at the time, um, which, again, I think is all down to the universe and it's, you know, it's, uh, putting out the right energy and these things will happen. Um, I wouldn't be actually trading right now out of the premises within the first year of business.
0: Would you say it's that kind of self-belief that everything is going to come good that's kind of kept your morale as high as it has been, even during such a difficult period? Because obviously with mental health being so on the horizon um, and talked about so much as a result of the, uh, the pandemic... I'd just be interested to understand how you sort of managed from that point of view whilst you were sort of in that period of limbo and just waiting for things to get started.
1: Yeah, I mean, in terms of keeping mentally sane, um, for myself, it's all about diet and exercise predominantly. Um, so whilst I was waiting for things to happen and not going through personal issues at the time, losing my job, going through a breakup, et cetera, et cetera, I found that me focusing on eating well and making sure that I was focusing on going you know, going to the gym, doing as much exercise as possible and then finding this, this, this temporary role as a postman and, and doing quite a lot of walking um during the day. Um, that in itself kind of helped me to get through the tough times mentally. Um, so that would be my advice to anybody out there that is um kind of struggling at the moment. Have a look at, you know, your diet first of all, have a look at the last time you went out and did you know, a long walk or a bit of exercise, if you're, if you're not too fit at the moment, maybe start walking and then you know, get into running um, and build up from there. And I think that, that, that in itself will, will help.
0: Exactly right. And as we record this, the uh, the sun is shining outside. It's a fantastic sort of late April uh, morning uh, here. And uh, yeah, I would encourage everybody to sort of get out there, sort of enjoy the uh, the outdoors and really take advantage of that if you are tuning in and you are sort of in that difficult headspace. And um, sort of speaking of kind of bettering ourselves and progress as well, having sort of been, Elliot, the, uh, the sole founder of uh, your business, you're obviously sort of taking on your first staff member later on in the year, so thinking about the uh, the future, I suppose that's something that you're sort of really looking forward to, isn't it, In starting that sort of scale up process
1: most definitely um you know um my my vision is to replace myself eventually and have other Elliot um doing what I can do and to train and develop people that um you know that don't maybe have that um opportunity to go and work in, in large corporations. They may have invested in themselves like I did because I, I self-taught myself to, um, the qualifications required to do my job. Anybody else that's done what I've done and, and can invest in themselves, I'm prepared to work with those type of people and develop them and coach them and mentor them because I can see the same kind of attributes that I, that I have, which is something that's willing to invest in themselves and and, and, and do better for themselves. Uh, so that's the type of person that I'm going to be looking for in the future. Um, to work with and, you know, and develop into just a mortgage advice, and in the next couple of months I'm going to be, like I said, employ um, my first employee, which is going to be an apprentice um, training um, administrator, so I'll be training um, this young lady in the actual mortgage administration role, and, um, and by the time she's developed, she'll have all the skills required if she wants to, to Then. Go into mortgage advising if she wants to, or she wants to stick with the mortgage administration, she has the option to do so. So that would be my first um, training project, really. And then I'm going to look to then scale up and then do that with, like I said, with mortgage advisors
0: yeah and that would be absolutely fantastic and it's good as well that you're sort of taking a uh, a female on as well because we don't see too many women in the industry as well and it's fantastic that sort of infectious passion you've got for nurturing that next generation something that we certainly are very passionate about as well here and um obviously with these plans on the horizon say for instance this time next year so 12 months from now elliot where do you sort of see yourself being in the first leg of uh, that journey just before we wrap things up
1: um, so four months from now, um, I can see the young lady uh, would have been embedded into the business, um, up and running, um, trained and developed um, to a point where you know I can then start to look at developing business further by taking on other other trainees, um, so I can have time to develop those. So what so for the next six months, when this new person starts in the business, I want to be putting a lot of time and energy into them mm. to make sure that you know they they know what they're doing. And they have the opportunity to 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 grow and shine in the business. Basically, um, it's 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 scary, but it's a challenge at the same time. And hopefully, it'll, it'll be rewarding for both the business and for the new person that's as well, because they're going to grow with the business.
0: Exactly right, and it's all about sort of embracing that challenge, isn't it? And enjoying the uh, the journey that you're going to be on and. Uh... Just given kind of how enlightening it's been, actually, Elliot, having you sort of join us on the program today and share that real positive energy, I'd actually love the opportunity to sort of catch up in twelve months and just see how the business is doing and uh, wish you every single success because it's fantastic plans that you've got there, and uh, certainly hope it goes well for you.
1: Thank you, Scott, and I'd be more than delighted to give you an update in twelve months as well. Uh, So thank you as well for the opportunity to get to share share my experiences with you and um, to the audience listening today as well.
0: Absolutely, and I would like to reiterate that message to all of our listeners tuning in today as well. Um, I do hope that you thoroughly enjoyed the interview with Perkham Financial Services founder Elliot Valentine just as much as I. And so uh, we do wish him the best of luck, of course, in the next step of building that business up. And if you do happen to be tuning in and you are leading sort of your own startup business or your own organization, your own established corporation, whatever it might be, and you feel that it has its own story to share with us here at the Leaders Council, then of course we also want to hear from you. So. You too, if you want to share that story, can apply to be on the programme via leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash apply. Until next time, to every single one of our regular listeners, you've been listening to the Leaders' Council podcast with your host, Scott Chaloner, and guest today, Elliot Valentine. Do take care and goodbye.